Yo, what's up? Check this out. Look, I'm going to give you five tips, things that I do every single day that not only help me quit drinking, but live a life better than I've ever had in my entire life. It's fantastic. It works for every single person, every single time, if they do it. Stay tuned. Awesome. All right, so thank you so much for sticking with me here. I'm going to go over the five things I do every single day that help me quit drinking and live the best life um, imaginable that I could even ever imagine. Um, it sounds crazy. I know it sounds silly, right? Like the best life ever. It's more than I could have ever imagined. My life is so full. Okay, so without further ado, I'll just kind of start going into the things. And I do these things every single day, no matter what. And the only thing that changes is the, I guess, the level of, at, at which level that I do them at. Because um, I've, I realized going through sobriety now that I'm not always up here. Sometimes I'm down here, here. Like I'm changing throughout the day and that's okay. That's part of the process of life. That's just part of living. We're all over the place sometimes, okay? So number one, first thing I do every single day. First thing in the morning, when I wake up, I get on my knees and I pray. Step one, pray. Now this can be this can be construed and people can look at it the wrong way and think, well, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in something greater than myself. I'm an atheist. I'm agnostic. Whatever, it's fine. You can be all those things. I'm not asking you to believe in a certain type of God or any kind of God. All I'm asking you to believe is that or say here's what it is here's what prayer has become for me prayer has become an admittance an admittance to myself every morning when I wake up that I don't know how to stay sober on my own I don't know how to not drink on my own and that's the truth and here's what it does when I make that admittance I immediately become humble I immediately do something to humble myself and that's a powerful statement I make to the universe, to God, to whatever. It's a powerful statement that I make. And it's so important and crucial for my recovery um, and the way I go about, about my day that I make that admittance first thing in the morning because as soon as I wake up, I, I set myself, my face is itching, <laughs> I set myself right. And all I say is, help me stay sober today. Help me um, stay sober from alcohol and allow me to whatever character defects I may have to remove those so that I may better serve uh, my fellow man and you. And I have a higher power. I call it God and ask, how can I serve you? And that has been immensely powerful for me. Okay, And I use it every single morning. Sometimes I forget. Uh, I've forgotten before. And I've gotten down on my knees in the gym or wherever I was and I've asked. And I've always made sure because I don't know what it is. Okay. I do believe it has something to do with making a humble admittance to myself, taking a step and just getting on my knees and saying, I don't know this morning. And there's something about saying I don't know that is very powerful. Because when I admit that I don't know, I'm saying that something else could be better. And something there might be something or someone or there might be a better way. And God knows it's true if you're suffering in alcoholism right now. God knows... I I know that it's true. For, it was true for me that there was a there there had to have been something better than dying from alcoholism. That is that is living in hell. 
Um, if, you, if you're suffering through alcoholism, you know the depression, the, the fear, the anxiety, the constant need to drink to not feel a certain way or to make yourself feel a certain way. It's, it's, it's pure misery. And I had to believe, when I say I don't know how to keep myself sober, I'm admitting that I don't know that there's a better way. Will you show me? Will something show me that there's a better way? And without a doubt, every single day has been better. Okay, so step one, simple. Get on your knees in the morning and just say, help me to stay sober from alcohol today. You don't have to say anything else. That's it. Get on your knees and say, help me stay sober from alcohol today. That's it. Simple, okay? Step two. Step two. Meditation. Ah. Meditation. So, here's the deal with meditation, right? This might freak a lot of people out. And if if I didn't lose you on prayer, maybe I'll lose you here. I'm not trying to lose you, okay? I'm trying to help you. Because this, I'm, and I'm honestly telling you the things that work for me every single day without fail. All right, now meditation can get a, a bad rap, or it can get a rap that's like, "Well, I'm not that, I'm not spiritual enough to meditate, or I don't have a bonsai tree, or I don't have a mountain to sit on top of, or I don't dress in orange robes and shave my head, and I, I like to, you know, I want to live life still. I don't want to meditate and become a monk." Here's the deal with meditation. Meditation is simply not attaching to the crazy thoughts that run through your head. It's not reacting to everything that happens inside your mind. Meditation is a personal inner experience. It's a journey within. Okay, And all that means is that I sit still. This is honestly how I meditate. And it's made a world of difference. I sit still. At first it started out with one minute. I sat still with my eyes closed and breathed for one minute without scratching my face without thinking my keys are missing, without thinking somebody's in the room. Well I, th- well, I thought those things. Of course, I thought those, my face itched like crazy. But I didn't react. Okay, now, it was too much for me not to react for 20 minutes, or 5 minutes even, but for one minute, I could do it. I didn't react for one minute. And slowly, that built up. And it's built up over time. I'm doing 20 minutes every single morning. And what that does not reacting to what's going on inside my head, the, the internal thought, the internal, internal voices that constantly are pulling at me, throwing things at me, picking at me, like, you need to do this, you need to do that, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. acting crazy, right? They, they literally can drive a person crazy, and they did. They drove me crazy for a long time. I, I started practicing breathing. Not only did this help me when I go out into the world and face it, and face the world and face all the other people, thought, all, all the other people's thoughts that are coming at me, all the other people's things that are coming at me, but it helped with my anxiety because I knew how to breathe now. I wasn't just, you know, assuming that I was going to breathe. I would get anxious. I used to get anxious and I couldn't talk. I would get choked up, start crying. Like, <laughs> if I was in front of other people, I'd get so nervous. This anxiety would overtake me and I couldn't function. When I practice breathing, it reminds me that I am in control of my breath and there's plenty of air. And so when I do get in those tight moments where that anxiety's got me, especially when I want to drink too, right? Like when I really want to drink 
And I'm thinking the only way that I can get through this is with a drink. I remember I can breathe. And when I breathe, I know that I'm okay. Because breath is most important. It's how we live. It's the first thing we do. It's the thing we do all day long. You know, without thinking about it most of the time. But when we get intentional about it, focusing on our breathing, not attaching to the craziness inside of ourselves, inside of our minds, not reacting to it, it creates this peace. We start learning how to be at peace with ourselves. Because these crazy thoughts, just like the craziness outside of us, is going to go on for our entire life. It's always going to be there. It's always going to happen. Being able to sit still with yourself and not react to whatever's going on inside of you and be okay with it and breathe through it has made, has helped me grow immensely. And it's something, I, like I said, I do it every single day after I pray. 20 minutes. Start with one minute. I'll do, I'm going to do a video more on meditation later, but for now that's okay. Um, number three. Trio. Go to a meeting. Oh man, these are all okay. I'm gonna say this real quick. My program is based in AA, okay, and I know I'm not supposed to necessarily be talking about it, but my program is based in AA, and I know that if I if I do these things every single day, I will I I, I will not want to drink. I will. Even if I do want to drink, I'll have these things. I'll have this foundation built up, right? So, three, go to a meeting. I'm talking, there's meetings everywhere. There's no reason why you can't go to a meeting. Um, they have them from 5 in the morning till 10 midnight. Some places have 24-7. Because, you know why? Because they work. If they didn't work, there wouldn't be millions and millions and millions of them. If they didn't work, they wouldn't be around, okay? They work. That's why they're there. And uh, so going to a meeting is important for me. Now, here's why it's most important for me. Because of the community aspect, the group, all right? Now, if you don't, if you don't have a higher power, you don't believe in God or universe or whatever, if you're agnostic or atheist, that's fine. Sometimes just having that group around you, a group of people, a community of people, to support you through this difficult transition in your life. We're getting rid of something that has been a solution for us in alcohol or drugs for most of our life. And we're saying, I'm not going to use my number one solution anymore. You're going to need some help. Okay. And as hard as that is for we, us to uh, take as alcoholics, we have to come to a point where help, we are willing to get help. And I've, I sought help in the form of Alcoholics Anonymous and it has done wonders in my life plugging into the community, meeting with people who are actually, here's the thing, I get to see the other side of alcoholism. I've seen the death, I've seen the destruction, I've seen the horrible things. But getting to see the other side, the, the parts that are wonderful, like people living great lives, how amazing is it? They get to live these incredible lives now because of working a program of recovery. Okay, And not only that, but these are wonderful people. You know, They're human beings just like me and you. Um, they're, they're very good people who now are able to live wonderful lives because they're not, they're not held up by this alcohol, this demon of alcohol or, or drugs anymore. They're able to move forward with their life and be better and better themselves. And it's such a profound thing to see a person who, you know, 
five months ago, six months ago, 20 years ago, was a hellacious person, was just somebody who was living in madness and chaos, transformed into this being of like happiness and joy and freedom and peace and serenity. And I'm sure I've had people tell, tell me like when they first saw me come in to now, it's like something happened, right? And like the light turned on, something happened. And I can promise you, if you saw me back then, you know something happened. And that something is what I'm outlining here with these five things that I do each day. Um, going to a meeting, finding friends. Okay, There are people in the program who want to get sober, who want to stay sober. Hang around these people. You'll, you know, And I'll, I'll talk about this here soon, but getting a sponsor is crucial. Somebody to take you through the steps. And it, it was the scariest thing to me. And this is kind of going into number four, calling your sponsor. Getting a sponsor is so crucial, and you can only do that going to meetings, finding other people in the program. Getting a sponsor is so important because they're the person who's gonna, who are going to guide you through the 12 steps, who are going to guide you through all the pitfalls, all the difficult things. Um, they're going to be your lifeline for a long time. They're going to teach you the book, the, help you through the big book. They're going to they're gonna help you guide, guide your way through um, the most difficult transition or one of the most difficult transitions you'll ever have to go through. Um, it's a rebirthing process, honestly. It's you're being reborn into a new way of life. A new solution is being formed for you and out through Alcoholics Anonymous through the twelve steps and a sponsor is crucial. So step four, call your sponsor. Reach out every single day. I reach out to my sponsor every single day. Okay. Um I have to. It's it's breathing. You know, and it's a lot of here, and a lot of times people get hung up on, well, I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to tell him or her. It's fine. Just call them. Say hello. I have nothing to say. Okay, great. And they might not have anything to say to you either. It's not. It's like it's not your job to create an incredible conversation. Nobody's telling you to call this person and entertain them. All we're all they're asking is that you call this person and reach out. We're building a habit. I, I had to build this habit. I had to become so willing, though, and desperate because I, I was nearly um, nearly dead. I had to become so desperate through dying that I was like, fine, I'll just call this person every day. I don't give a crap what happens. I'm going to call them because I don't want to die. And some days it's, hey, everything's good. Some days it's, hey, I need some help. I'm not feeling that well. Hey, I don't have anything to tell you. A lot of times... If, they may not answer. Your sponsor doesn't have is maybe busy. They probably are. They're probably living a wonderful life. If they don't answer, it's fine. Leave them a message. You've done your part. The whole thing is doing your part. It's taking actions. Taking these actions day after day after day. Taking these actions. So number four, I call my sponsor every day. Five, work with another alcoholic. Talk to another alcohol alcoholic every single day. Every day. Every day. Um and it all it outlines all this in the big book. I can't help another alcoholic. Somebody and here's the thing: I have to be able to relate. I have to be able to connect with somebody who's dealing with the same things that I'm dealing with. And I deal with the disease of alcoholism, with addiction, with depression, anxiety. And these are all things that other people in Alcoholics Anonymous, other people, other alcoholics, other drug addicts, other people understand and deal with on a daily basis. And being able to connect with them as iron sharpens iron. We grow better together, and that's the whole point. We can help each other become better and stronger by talking to one another. 
it's about being honest too, right? Like I have got to get honest. If I'm not honest, none of this stuff works. So I guess that's one, that's one A or whatever. But like you have to be honest. Be as honest as you possibly can um, in all this. And I, I promise to you, you'll live a life that will, it'll knock your socks off. <laughs> it'll absolutely knock your socks off. My life has be, has become a magical playland in the best sense. Like I've written two books. I've started I've started two YouTube channels. I've got um, more friends than I've ever had in my entire life. More connection. More love. Um, more money. More happiness. More joy. More excitement. More love. More, I've already said love. More like I've just been so lit up like better health better relationships with my family everything has gotten better every and it's totally different I never thought I was going to be a writer I had no idea I didn't think I'd be doing this I had no idea but through doing the five things I just told you about doing them honestly and openly just being willing to do the work take responsibility and put in some work do those five things my life has gotten better and it's it's not magic. Well, I guess it is. It's otherworldly. It's something different. It's literally, but it, but it's this. It's taking action. It's nobody else's responsibility to get sober, but your own. It's not my job to get you there. I only I'm only doing this because I feel like I thought I was hopeless. That hopelessness I felt uh, scared the crap out of me. I thought that I was I was gonna die. I thought I was gonna die an alcoholic because. Um, that's what I've seen, you know, and, uh, seeing that it doesn't have to be that way, seeing that there is actually a better way besides getting drunk or high every single day has changed me mentally to where I don't want to just, I don't want it to just be me who gets this. Like I want everyone to have this. I want everybody to have the chance to feel like this, like I feel, to be able to love like I love, to be able to experience life on a different level than I ever thought possible. I think, I know it's available for everybody. My only reason for doing any of this is because I want to be able to give back what was given to me. Um, by sharing my story, my experience, my, you know, my experience, strength, and hope, as we say. And the hope is there. You know, the experience, I promise you, is there. I went about as far down into the depths of hell and alcoholism as I could go, um, you know, without dying multiple multiple trips to the hospital multiple psych trips being locked on 72 hour holds being being homeless living on the streets out of my car uh lost relationships believe me i've done it and it doesn't have my life doesn't have to be like that anymore but it takes some work it takes some action it takes those five things i just told you about pray meditate go to a meeting Call your sponsor, work with another alcoholic. Five things that are super simple. Literally takes less than an hour to do those things. Well, an hour, because a meeting's an hour. So you can get all those things done in about an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> an hour and ten minutes to never have to suffer alcoholism, addiction, depression, anxiety. To not have to suffer the misery that you're in anymore. An hour and ten minutes a day. Now, the choice is yours to do it or not, right? But that's the challenge I'll leave you with. 
I was I was arrogant enough to think that I could come back anytime I wanted. I could stop drinking whenever the hell I wanted. I could drive drunk. I could be I could be um, an asshole to everybody. I could get drunk and treat people like crap. And I'll just walk back in when I'm ready and pick up a white chip and start the thing. Here's the deal. I'm lucky. I should have been dead. I should be dead. I've the things I've done. The amount of times I've driven blackout drunk and, by the grace of God, haven't killed myself or somebody else. You don't have to wait until you're dead to get this. You don't have to wait till you hurt somebody else, kill somebody else. You don't have to wait till you go to prison. You don't have to wait till you go to a psych ward. You don't have to wait until your life falls apart. You don't have to wait to have a better life. You can have it right now. The choice is yours. It's up to you to make the choice. I'm here to help. That's why I'm doing this. Because I know it's available for you. It's av It was available for me. And I have to do it every day. Thank you so much for watching. Please subscribe to the channel. I'm going to keep doing these videos as long as they're helping people. I want to help as many people as I possibly can by sharing the message of hope. And uh, if you like this video, like. Give me a thumbs up. If you didn't like it, give me a thumbs down. Be honest. <laughs> okay? Be honest. And I'll appreciate that. Thank you. Y'all have a wonderful day. Thank you guys so much for watching this video. If you would, subscribe to the channel and hit that notification for the bell. You know what? We love you. Love you. Love you. You know what?